吧。How to be a dad without a dad podcast. Jose is with me as ever. Jose, how you doing? Um, I was hungry, but I'm better now. How are you? That's good. All that lovely peanut butter. <laughs> you look, you look satiated, which is great.、Uh, and also with me、uh, today, we have Joe. Joe, how's it going? I'm doing all right, thanks.、Um, I'm also not really hungry anymore. Well, this is good. This is the Are You Hungry Dad podcast, so that's pretty good. So we're all updated on that front, which is which is lovely.、Uh, this podcast is all about essentially three dads getting together, talking about their experiences,、uh, all different age ranges.、Uh, Jose is from LA. I'm from Portsmouth in the UK, and Joe is from near Brands Hatch in the UK. Joe, where are you from? Oh my god! Every time, yeah, every I... every podcast, it's like, where are you from? I do I know you? Can I go to your house? <laughs> Have I been to your house? Do we live in the same country? Yes, we do. <laughs> It's Brands Hatch, though, Joe. I mean, you basically live on the motor racing circuit, Brands Hatch, right? Yeah, that's. It's like outside my house. Sure. Yeah. Let's, totally. Let's go with that. Yeah, <laughs> you're on. A fast vehicle at the moment doing this podcast. It's great.、Um, so yeah, guys, it's, it's 2019. Wait, but before we start, I gotta play something that we play here for people's birthdays. So hold on. <gasps> These are called "Las Mañanitas," and we played this for people's birthdays. It's in Spanish, of course. So basically, you sing that. Las mañanitas meaning like the morning, so they sing this in the morning of your of your birthday. And that's because it was that's mariachi, by the way, just for all of those people out there in the UK.、Uh, it was Joe's birthday. Joe, happy fiftieth birthday. Fiftieth. <laughs> Wait, you're not fifty. You do have more historical knowledge than most fifty-year-olds I know. So you know, that's a compliment in many ways. Thanks. I think. Yeah, it was my, it was my birthday today, and it was my daughter's birthday on December twenty-second. So、uh, two birthdays、uh, been quite a short span of each other, and around Christmas as well, which uh, <laughs> uh, makes presents interesting. So, first of all, what did you get, and what did you do? Um, I didn't get much.、Uh, my mum bought me、uh, this chess set, which has got shot glasses instead of playing pieces.、Um, as, as much as I like a good game of chess, I don't think I needed that, but I'm sure I'll make good use of it. So thanks, mum.、Um, and I didn't do much. I rarely do much on my actual birthday because it's so close to Christmas, and there's rarely anyone around, or you know, no one really has any money or whatever. So I have some friends who have birthdays later in the month, and I we tend to do kind of joint things. We'll just meet up around then.、Uh, but I just went to London to hang out with some friends of mine and, and play really nerdy games. So I saw that I saw on Twitter that you were posting something that you were playing, which I didn't understood what it was. But you know, happy birthday to you! How old are you now? Thirty. Forty, fifty? What? I am thirty-one. You're thirty-one? Yeah. I thought it, you were older. It's, it's、nah. not a bad thing, but、Thank、I'm just saying. God. <laughs> Again, these are all compliments, Joe. I know they don't sound like it. They're definitely compliments. <laughs> they're, they're all, they're all good. They're all good. Then now, how was your daughter's birthday? It was good. Um, so we went to、uh, visit my mum, 
uh, she lives in, in the town by the sea. And uh, we went to a sea life center. And then we had kind of like a family gathering slash meal uh, at a restaurant just across the road. Uh, it was really nice. She had a really good time. Uh, she met one of her cousins for the first time. Who's also, I think she's about eight or nine months old now. Uh, I think she's a, either a second cousin or a first cousin once removed. This is get, this really gets complicated because we're not sure. So my cousin had a daughter. So um, what you call her daughter to me is different to what my daughter calls her daughter. It, it's And it's something to do with like second cousins yeah, or cousins once cousin. removed or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I did. I was. It was explained to me, but I've already forgotten. But yeah, that was a really nice time. Uh, my daughter got loads of presents, um, and she got even more at Christmas. So well, I think she had a good time. It was good. That's nice. And um, so that comes with saying it was Christmas. We had basically a two weeks, two weeks off. And yep. today, Andy's like, "Yo, you know, my son is, you know, having some rashes," and I'm like, "I'm taking on the Christmas tree." So we're starting a little late. Uh, but it's funny how like everything in two weeks changes. It's like everybody's off from work, kids are at home, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Christmas is here, we get fat, we get out of shape, and then out of nowhere we just gotta start doing everything again. How was your uh, holidays, guys? Start with Andy. How's everything? It was really good. Uh, it was my son's first Christmas, um, and meeting up with lots of different people uh he has uh as you mentioned earlier he's got a little bit of a had a little bit of a virus earlier in the month just by seeing lots of people and being exposed to different lots of people which is a little bit sad but um overall we had, a, had an amazing christmas met up with lots of family lots of friends um even though my son got loads of presents all he really cared about was wrapping paper uh which is the way it goes uh but yeah overall it was, it was quality very very good like i'm really looking forward to next year um because he's he's not even one yet so next year's christmas is going to be amazing because he's going to be more like aware of things we'll be talking we'll be walking uh so yeah this one was kind of a warm-up if you like to the main one i think next year so he was like yeah like i have a video where my son is literally just unwrapping presents and that's all he wants to do he wants to just yep. to get the wrapping paper and go whoosh, whoosh. Yep. he doesn't care <laughs> whatever it, it is inside he just wants to do that whoosh sound and then he just wants to pull it and pull it and i think he was well because my son was born in august so the first time he was like already like you know like a little moving thing so he would just yeah. pull it out And then the second Christmas, he was already a year or something, so he, he was able to open the presents and stuff like that. Uh, how's your son? Do you think it's a virus? I mean, what do you think it is? It, it's a weird thing. So basically, he's he's been struggling to sleep over the past four days, I would say, and he's had a raised temperature. So we've been giving him Calpol, which is liquid paracetamol, basically, um, to control his temperature, and that's worked really well. Um, but he's not eating as much as he usually does um which is a little bit of a telltale sign something's up because he loves his food and um yeah we we think we're at the tail end of it now uh but we had an interesting thing where we dropped him off a nursery and then they're like oh yeah he's got a rash and i'm like oh yeah yeah he's got the draw marks from where he's teething where basically he's got some like some rashes on his cheek and then like, oh no this one's on his chest and i was like oh let me 
come back i'll check it and then we checked it all together and said like, oh no it's probably okay it's just like little raised red marks on his on his chest but he seems perfectly fine um so yeah so he's sleeping at the moment so fingers crossed still stay sleeping fingers well crossed. hopefully he's fine i mean like like i always tell you guys like if your son is doing things different that's a concern right like if he's not eating mm. that's a big one that's a big red flag right there yeah uh, fever yeah. is always fever is you know even though it's one of those things that is always like worrisome and then fever you know it's a you hear fever and you hear bad things right you don't even mm. hear the word fever you just hear something bad you had to fix it uh, but fevers could be good because you know that's you know the way your body fights the virus or whatever it has but yeah like you know, and I know this because I have my, you know, I told you, Andy, and I told Joe before that in the first year, your son, your son or daughter is always sick, always fevers. You're going to have a hard time. You're never going to sleep and stuff like that. And but yeah, like if your son is not eating, if your son is not going to the restroom uh, like mm. he's always is, you know, it's it's a sign of concern. And if he has a fever, you know, have you guys gone to a doctor or something? We have been keeping a close eye on his temperature, uh, which we've been able to control, which is good. Um, and basically with a thermometer in his ear, like one of those electrical ones. Um, and we've been making sure he's drinking loads. Um, and he seems, the thing is like, he seems okay. Like we're taking all the precautions that we can, but as soon as it gets over a certain temperature, we'll definitely take him in. Um, but it literally with the, the virus thing, he had for a few days, but then he started to basically got better. Like his fevers were starting to drop and he wasn't anywhere near as ill uh, as he was, which was good. And his temperature was, was within safe margins. Uh, and then today with the with the second thing, um, he's uh, we basically just got to keep an eye on it. Like The thing is with me is that I don't want to like basically always give it this. This is just me, really. Though I tend to unless he's very very bad and we need to call a doctor and we need to get him in straight away um most of the time like you say with first year they're ill quite a lot or they just get like minor things like coughs and colds and things like that and especially as he's teething at the moment as well because he's got loads of teeth coming through like um basically just keeping an eye on him as much as possible um we'll definitely call the doctor tomorrow and see what advice they have because um, you can do that in the uk pretty easily and they'll give you some advice most of the time the advice is hey what's the temperature okay how uncomfortable does he seem okay is he eating and then if any of those answers are you know yes he's eating yes and his temperature can be controlled by calpo or like paracetamol or whatever uh, most of the time I'm like okay that's fine you're managing it if it gets worse just give us a call and we'll book him in for like an emergency appointment but uh yeah has avoided that so far which is quite good yeah, I'll, so you're like my brother. My brother's very, I guess, tough. He's, you know, he's more of a man than I am, I guess, in that uh, area where he's, you know, the man of the house and he's tougher and, you know, and everything. He's always like, oh, fevers are fine. Let him go. It will pass. With And with me, it's the opposite. I'm like a total little bitch. I'm like, if you see 103 <laughs> fever, I'm freaking out. I'm thinking the worst. I'm, I need advice i need help i need even though i have a lot of experience i've been through a grown 20 year old kid um my nephew my niece now my son and my girlfriend she gets paid to take care of kids but you know it's my son so i'm going to like i always say i don't care if you over worry i prefer that you yeah. over worry than you don't worry so yeah and like i always say we are not doctors we just have a lot of experience on parenting and uh but without saying that 
Uh, Joe, do you have any uh, doctor advice for Andy? <laughs> Uh, not really. I, you know, you should always be careful how much you try and uh, give parent advice to other parents because every situation is different. But um, mm. my daughter recently just had this weird 24-hour stomach bug thing. Like she vomited for the first time, which was odd because she'd never done that before, and even she was shocked by the fact that she'd actually vomited. And you know, there's bits of food everywhere, and it looked like how uh, an adult would vomit. So. Uh, very strange. She was quite distressed, um, and she had a fever as well for um, on and off for about a 24-hour period. We were just basically giving her cowpole and and keeping an eye on it. Like um, once a child gets to one, you don't have to worry too much when their fever gets starts creeping up. Like obviously, if it gets over, I think it's 39. Yeah, um, yeah. You should just take him into the the doctors like automatically, and especially if you're if a fever is not being brought down by things like cowpole then you should also consider taking someone in because if it, if the symptom can't be managed then it's probably a bit more serious than you know just the child fighting off for like a little affection or whatever so but it sounds like you know you're doing everything right and you do you're not doing anything i wouldn't do so um yeah that's, that's kind of my thoughts on that another thing is like so the nursery was open during this holiday Thing? no so th this is the funny thing so literally they opened the third of june third uh, of june third of january sorry um and we took him in and it was like literally the first time he's been in since like the 21st right and then he was there for a day and he, got, and he comes back and he's like he's ill the next day You're like oh come on man ah. uh but it's not it's totally not their fault um they're an amazing nursery they're really really good um they hold an amazing like christmas fair as well where we got more cakes than you can possibly imagine which is really good um but anyway uh they're brilliant um so they alerted us to something being a little bit wrong with him and then we just kept an eye on him and then we decided not to take any chances with him the day after um because the worst thing is when you drop your your kid off at nursery and then they give you a call a couple of hours later because you're like you feel guilty you know what i mean because like they've had to call you to say oh something's up or you also worry about them when you drop them off um so sometimes you know uh, me and my wife if one of us is at home or is working from home or whatever we'll try and basically not bring them in um for a day but uh yeah so there was that and then literally we took him in today and uh he's got something else slightly wrong so yeah it's oh, the thing is they're like they're like walking petri dishes at this point um like the more research that you do online like they pick up so much and especially over the christmas period as well because they're seeing loads of different people who in turn are also seeing loads of different people um so yeah it's just one of those things but he's he's fingers crossed touch wood uh he's sleeping well and uh he should be okay tonight which is good yeah, we hope for the best. Uh, yeah. Joe, how was your Christmas? I mean, I heard that you were a little tired the whole time. And you were like, what the hell's happening? Uh, so my Christmas was really chill. Um, I spent it with my dad. And I haven't done that in uh, forever. Because um, my mum and dad divorced when I was quite young. And I'd only really see my dad uh, once a month growing up. And then we'd alternate Christmases. But when I became a teenager and started going to university and stuff I basically stopped seeing my dad at Christmas just because it was easier uh and so this is kind of the first time I've actually hung out with him at Christmas in you know years and it was my daughter's first 
proper Christmas as well. Uh, technically her first Christmas was spent in hospital but um, this is kind of her first Christmas she could enjoy so spending that with my dad as well it was a really nice experience but oh my god yes I was so tired like, I don't know what it what it is about about having a child on Christmas day but it's incredibly draining um, like I mean she she was even sleeping okay like she was a bit unsettled over what she normally is but we were trying to get her to open presents Christmas morning and she just wasn't having anything of it. Like we had a whole bag full of Christmas presents. We just didn't bother opening because she was just bored and was just playing with what little stuff we had gotten her to open. And uh, and obviously just, you're just trying to enjoy Christmas Day as well. You know, you have a few drinks, you have lots of nice food, you eat chocolate and watch TV. But by about three o'clock, I was about to collapse. Um <laughs> And uh, I think even my wife had an actual nap. You know, she was quite lucky in, in being able to just do that. Um, I think the, the main thing that was kind of very revealing, and it makes me really jealous of you, Andy, is uh, just having uh, family members around to just yeah. kind of outsource a child yeah. every yeah. now and then. Because so <laughs> I like it got like because me and my wife we live quite far away from all our parents. Like the closest parental unit is my mum. Uh, and she's about an hour and a half away now. Um, but like having my dad and his wife there, and I ju- it occurred to me that, ah, oh, they could just watch my daughter and I could just sleep. And that's exactly what we did for about half an hour. We just, I just like, kind of left my daughter to play with my dad and, and my stepmom, and it was really cute watching them play with her, actually. They were really good with her. Uh, and yeah, I just kind of snoozed. <laughs> it's really good. So you basically tag team, and then you were like, "I'm out." I I can't remember what happened. I think I think I may have actually just fallen asleep and and expected them to pick up the slack. <laughs> um, well, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I really really feel not having anyone around just to be able to to help out every now and then because my daughter's really active. Um, really active and you can't get her to sit still um, I've talked before about how my wife's all about trying to limit TV use and you know do kind of you know, meaningful fun stuff with them but for me I'm just like mm-hmm. if I wish I could just stick her in front of telly and she would just watch it for an hour I wish I could do that because then I'd have an hour where I could just Bad like, boy. sleep and not have to worry about it <laughs> um, but no she resolutely refuses to watch TV which is great <laughs> I say this is what you're saying though, right? Like it's way easy to be a bad parent. It's so much easier to be a bad parent than it is to be a good parent, right? Yeah, so like, being a good parent takes hard work. It's it's a funny thing when you said, you know, how tired you or you, I think I saw a Twitter uh that you say how tired you were and you know, Christmas is especially like I said in the past podcast where, you know, the Latino community, we have two Christmases, one at midnight and one in, you know, normal Christmas. So, for example, like my brother literally gets home around three in the morning on Christmas Day and then they go to sleep. And then my my nephews and nieces, they know it's Christmas. So they just want to wake up and open the presents. So they literally wake up three, four hours later and to open the presents. And they're kids. They don't care. Right. Like they're going to have energy for the whole time. But my my brother is always like I only slept three hours and he always feels you know, tired. He always looks tired and things like that. So, yeah. And then with us, he was the same. I, I have a job where I work from either 7 p.m. to 3 in the morning or like 3 in the morning to like 11 in the, uh, in the morning. And um, the day before Christmas, I work 
7 p.m. to 3 in the morning. And I came home, you know, and then my son, you know, like all of us know, we cannot tell our kids, especially if they're little, at what time they should wake up or how they should wake up or anything. They rule. They If they want to wake up, it's, you know, time to wake up, everybody. So we woke up early. So I was tired. We were tired. So we usually wait for Christmas midnight and do something or give a kiss or something. This time we were asleep by 9, 9.30 on Christmas uh, Eve. And then we woke up around 7 Christmas Day. Um, but it always amazes me how kids could just, we cannot entertain kids enough. It's like, what else should I, like, I, I'm running out of ideas, especially because, and this, this is the thing that I, was, I always tell you guys, and I always say that I limit my, my consumption of, of TV. Uh, we read, we listen to music a lot, and that's my way of, you know, giving my two cents for what's happening in society. But I always feel that it's so easy to be one of those parents that who cares that they just let them watch two, three hours of TV every day and don't take him out or don't do activities or don't do like, you know, support their imagination or like to just use them to post pictures on Instagram. And I'm like, I wish I could be like that. I mean, I don't wish it. I mean, I'm glad I'm not that person that just lets them watch two, three hours of TV because I want them to, you know, be able to be by themselves, for them to like, you know, exercise their minds, for them to like read, write, you know, paint. But it's, my son has been home for like two weeks and then my girlfriend went to Mexico for her mom's birthday uh, this past weekend and it rained in California. I know it rains in California once in a while. And so we didn't go out because, you know, we're from California and when it rains, you don't go out because that's what we do here in California. Uh, <laughs> and you, You'll melt, basically. You yeah, we will I melt, mean. you know. And <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yesterday, we didn't do anything. We didn't go out for to the park or anything like that. By 12, I was like, what else can we do? We already read. We sang. We danced. <laughs> we play with toys. We play with toys that we didn't even play before. We... we I was like, what else can I do? And then he started doing a little game where he either invented it or he was like, all right, this fool doesn't know what else to do. So let me create something. <laughs> so he just grabbed a little, uh, you know, a little thing where he puts all his toys and he pretended to go shopping. He likes to go to Trader Joe's. It's a, you know, uh, like a shopping, uh, you know, a market over here. So he started going around the house and picking up things and pretending that he was going shopping. So if he went, we went to Costco. We, so my son literally said, "I'm going to help you out and you know create a game for you." So I feel that I'm doing the right thing by not you know just being lazy and careless parent. But sometimes I envy that. <laughs> it's hard to be the entertainer all the time. I think that's when when you said that your your partner was away. I was like. Oh man, it's like I think I sent you a message which was like, oh, it's so much easier when you can tag team someone else in. Like uh, when you're on your own, you totally can't do that. So yeah, I completely empathize with that. It's it's tough to be the entertainer, man. And it's it's not it, like you said it's hard. I mean, it's it's not hard to you know be a parent you know by yourself. It's just hard to come up with ideas or like have like Joe says five minutes of your time like 
because when my girlfriend is here, it's all about mommy, right? Like she can't even go take a shit because, you know, my son is next to her. So because she wasn't here, I literally couldn't even go to the restroom and take a poop because he was like, you know, he was like, no. are you are you done? <laughs> Papa, are you done? Come out. Hello. Like if I would look at my phone for like a, like a minute, he would be like, hello over here. Like literally he will say that. And then uh, I was like, all right, so. So my son already steals my phone, like already. We'll grab it aggressively when I use it around him and we'll just throw it. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like, no, you're with me now, dude. No time for that. No, no time for social media. We're all good. Um, which is helping in some ways. It's just, you know, it makes me need to have insurance on my phone, which is not fun. Um but yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And my daughter really likes phones. She just keeps grabbing uh, both of ours. And uh, she, she keeps accidentally nearly ordering things on my wife's phone. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, or calling people or just generally. like. And it's really weird. She has an uncanny ability to almost do this stuff. It's like she knows what she's doing. Um, whereas uh, I, I tend to just not let her fiddle with my phone. Like I'll let her play with it, but I'll make sure it's kind of uh, locked or or in a state where she can't actually do any damage. And then I'll just let her play for it for a little bit. And then inevitably she'll just try and chew on it, at which point I'll just take it off, <laughs> take it off her and uh, and give her my wife's phone instead because I don't care what happens to that. So, so what has she ordered so far? <laughs> well, luckily nothing, but she's almost like my me and my wife do this thing called Groupon where it's this... Uh, app where you can get uh cheap cheap deals on on various things basically um and obviously it's it's not very secure that app because if if as long as the phone's unlocked and and you're signed in you can just open the app press on a deal and, and order it without much hassle and i think uh my wife has caught a mid-ordering like a bunch of loo roll or something uh <laughs> Dude, just, she's just or, you know, saving uh, you money man relax she just wants to save you guys some money well yeah exactly um uh no and then um so we i got a new phone for um for christmas i that was my gift to myself because like you guys know we don't get anything now that not only we have little kids that will get everything and we give him everything by the way and then um you know i think what did i get this i don't think oh you know what like my mom you know your mom will always be there my mom gave me a sweater uh, my brother gave me some uh, tickets for the movies, and my girlfriend literally just gave me cash. And um, so I got a new phone, and I think that's one thing that I'm allowing my son to do is because I don't know if you guys seen that commercial where Apple has those new emojis where you could put faces on your face. So he yep, likes yep. to, like, we, like, sing songs, and, like, we... Like, he likes when I do, like, crazy shit as a dragon or as a fox or, like, a monkey. And then I created my own emoji. I created one for him. So, I mean, it, but the funny thing is, like, he doesn't like to do it himself. So, everything I had to do it. And then he has to just laugh. So, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, phones are not good. But there's some things that I'm okay with it. And, you know, that's fine. Yeah. It's all about introducing them to do things as well, right? Like, uh, I took my son for his very first haircut, um, and that was an educational experience and a slightly <laughs> stressful experience for everyone involved in the hairdressers. 
Uh, it's a place locally to me. Um, it's it's at the back of a tattoo parlor, which makes it sound way more badass than it actually is. Um, and uh, yeah, I took him in. He's had his hair cut before at home, but this is the first time where like we took him to a place and it was done by a complete stranger. And uh, yeah, he he did not like it. It, he's not a fan, uh, especially when they took out like the Clippers. Uh. <laughs> not 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 a good moment. Um, but yeah, they kind of just gave him like a like cuts around the ears and a tapered in at the back. And uh, they had a TV, so he was constantly looking at the mirror, TV, mirror, but not like a normal person. They'd focus on it for like three seconds and then move to the next thing or longer. He was literally going from one to the other, like darting his head. Like literally, you couldn't make it a harder proposition for the hairdresser like literally his head and his hair was a moving target which is quite interesting um but yeah he he was a trooper he did really well um and the hairdresser that that, that did it she was amazing as well um did feel a little bit guilty but uh he was great and he keeps getting compliments about his hair which is which is which is pretty weird for like a less than one year old but uh yeah well also so he did well i thought you were gonna say that he did really really bad like did no, you... he, he he did it right. He definitely screamed different points, but like he was just like upset. The thing is, like he's not used to people touching his hair. <laughs> it's a completely alien concept. Like when you think about it as a grown adult, right? Like no one touches your hair usually, apart from a partner or loved one or whatever, or a uncle that's telling you a good job and like rustles your hair or whatever. Like <laughs> or the homeless I, person. Yeah, or a homeless person, or when you go out drinking, and you know, or you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> like that very rarely happens with him. Like the only people that have ever touched his hair has been me, my wife, and relatives, and that's it. So then I take him into a building or a very small room at the back of a tattoo parlor. That <laughs> you know, it's just it would be stressful. Like if I did that to one of my nephews who's like eleven. They'd be like, eh, this, is a, this is a bit of a shady outfit. I don't know why you're taking me here. Um, whereas like my son, he was he was totally okay with it. And, and he got it towards the end. It was okay. So the whole experience was around about five minutes. Did you um, have to sit him on your lap and then cut his hair there? or? Yes, yes. So he sat on my lap um, and uh, had some toys, had like some snacks. So at least he could kind of like distract him with food, which kind of helped as well. Um, but overall, it was uh, definitely an educational experience. How did you find that place in the back of a tattoo parlor? So that's where I get my haircut because it's my local place in where I live. So, yeah, yeah. Wait, so you actually pay for that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I was like, because <laughs> we have cameras, so I'm able to see Andy. Andy is able to yeah. see me. Joe doesn't want us to see him, so he doesn't have a camera, but he could see us because that's the yep. way he rose. Um, uh, and then... <laughs> The first thing I saw when I I logged in, I was like, "What happened to your hair, Andy?" And then he's like, "I got it." And I'm like, "Did you pay for that?" Because like it seems like so. I'm pretty sure you're the same person who cut your son's hair. Did it? To uh, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, they did. They didn't do it at the same time. It wasn't like a double decker scenario or anything. Um, so they yeah. like your son, but they don't like you then. <laughs> Jose, it's, I mean, it's been such a long time since you've had hair, dude. So oh! yeah, it's, it's, it must be, it must be tough. <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! I can move on to you, dude. I mean, that's why you're being nice about my hair, right? Like that's, uh, that's how that goes. Yeah, well, you know, uh, enjoy your hair while you have it, Andy. That's all. 
Hey, I've, do you know what? I've had a receding hairline since the age of about 16. And the really sad thing is that my son has got exactly the same hairline as me. So it makes him look about 38 when he's less than <laughs> one year old. So that's not great. But, you know, he's got my funny ears as well, which is quite cute. Uh, my daughter's hair's taking ages to grow. Like it's, it's getting thicker, but it's not getting any longer. So she still has a slightly boyish look about her. It's getting kind of annoying now because I'm like, can you just grow your girl hair now, please? How many, how many pink bows do you have? Uh, we don't actually have that many because uh, she, she wore one at uh, mine and my wife's wedding and it looks stupid. So we've kind of stopped <laughs> putting them on it now. Um, we just make sure she's in... I know, we don't put her in many dresses, actually. Uh, she's, she's like dungarees or tights, but uh, there's usually like an inflection of pink in there somewhere um just to i don't know try and give some outside signaling as to her gender but well have you has she had any like haircut like because there's a saying of course it's a saying that over here that when your kid is born like when they're like five or six you're supposed to like cut all his hair so they it could grow better it's a saying by the way we didn't do that but um did you have you cut your daughter's hair at all or has she has any haircut or anything at all? I mean, no, it's not long enough to even think about cutting. No, what um, I mean is like when maybe when she was a baby, she don't, maybe she had like a spot here and there and then you just decided to go. Shoo. No, no, um, no, we didn't do that. I, I've heard that that saying that when you it's like um, I think I heard it with like beard hair like once you shave it for the first time it grows back quicker or something but um yeah no we didn't we didn't do anything like that so, so she needs a haircut i know a place i mean it's a bit of a commute for you but, <laughs> but I, I do know a place. i'm not going to your dodgy tattoo barber that has to like, be the coolest thing that you're taking your baby into a tattoo a tattoo parlor and then everybody's looking at you like what is he doing what what happens when you what happens when you come out and your son has a tattoo instead of a haircut? Like, <laughs> what do you do then? Uh, I'd, I'd leave the country because if that happened, my wife would literally kill me. Um, yeah, I, I what, mean, what if the tattoo the says, dude, I love I'm, my I'm mom, gonna, I don't like my dad? I'm not going to put a tattoo, not going to put him through a tattoo. Not yet, anyway. That, that could be like a Three. 21 birthday present or something. Well, you had it easy then because, like I said before, my son doesn't like anything new. Uh, and till this day, whenever he gets her haircut, it's like somebody is, I don't know, trying to strangle him or something. He literally is those. If you ever see those kids at grocery stores or movies or, you know, out there that they just like scream kick and it's like something is like somebody's doing something to them like you know you guys seen those kids that just goes nuts like and starts kicking screaming going like somebody's doing something to them that is my son whenever he gets a haircut and it started when he was i think i did his first haircut when he was one i think he was fine because of course he's one he doesn't know yeah and then I think a couple of months later, we took him to his first haircut. And when she started touching his hair, he went nuts. 
And when they said we cannot use scissors anymore, we're going to have to go and use the clips. He lost it. Like, lost it. Like, literally, like, my girlfriend had to get up. I had to sit on the chair and lock him from head to toe until they finished his hair. Wow. Like, and that was the first time. And then, the, of course, the ladies are always like, oh, you have to, like, you know, you have to bring him every two, three weeks so he could get used to it. And I'm like, I'm not paying 25 bucks every three, two <laughs> weeks. Girl, relax. And plus, I have to give you a tip because this fool is throwing a whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we took him, like, six months later because my son, does, he has really, like, um, like, back hair and really nice hair, but... You know, it takes forever to grow. So it's every six months that we go. And every time, the only time that I, that he hasn't gone nuts where it seems like something is happening to him or somebody's doing to him. It's when I took my, my nephew and he's, he's 12 now. And that was like a year ago. And he got a haircut first. So what I did, whenever I have my nephews, my niece or my nephew, he kind of looks up to them. And it's one of those things that you guys see that, you know, it's monkey see, monkey do. Whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. they will do it. So, for example, like, if I want my son to try new things, I bring my niece. And if she wants to eat, you know, spaghettis with meatballs, and then my, my son never wanted to eat those. And then she, he sees that she's eating that. He will try them and finally starts eating spaghettis with meatballs. And, like, I told you, you were going to like it. But, no, you didn't listen to me. You had to listen to my niece because she's your favorite. So, I took my niece and my nephew to the same place that we go to where they have a lot of toys. They have those, like, animals where you put them on top. And and he got a haircut. And the whole time we're like, look, my, you know, so-and-so is getting a haircut. You're going... And then that was the only time he still cried and he still gave a little tantrum. But it's not compared to what he always does. And then we took him again and then he did the same thing. So it's pointless. And right now I'm trying <laughs> to, like, make him... I I just want him to let me cut his sides you know, so he has yeah. long hair from the front and the back, not next to his ears, because it bugs me that, you know, his, the hair next to his ears are always, like, hanging. So yeah. I just want him to, so every time, it's, it's been going on that I, I'm like, hey, let me cut your hair. And he's like, no. And I'm like, you want the other lady to cut your hair? And he's like, no. So let me cut your hair. And he's like, no. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> if I do it, I'm going to save $30. But if we go to that place, <laughs> he's going to cry. He's going to kick everybody. I'm going to have to hold him down. His hair's going to look bad for like two, three weeks because he didn't let them cut it right. Anyways, that's an issue in our house. How's your Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 33. I still hate getting my hair cut. I so, can see that. That shit's that's, <laughs> that's low blow, dude. Low blow. That shit's genetic for me, um, for sure. Like, there's a running joke in my household, which is basically my wife telling me uh, how many times are you going to mention that you're going to have a shave soon or that you're going to get your hair cut and it's just because i just hate it i hate all that shit even shaving myself it's a palaver you know what i mean so i just don't want to pass that on to my onto my son but i think it's inevitable to a certain extent getting your hair cut's a ball like everyone knows that how many you know it's a waste of time Uh, yeah imagine what i could be doing instead of just sitting there having my hair cut i could i could be like Reading a book or checking Twitter. Uh, well, let me yeah, ask you yeah, this, I, Andy. Have you gone like a long, long period of time where you don't have a haircut and then you realize that you actually need a haircut? 
or does your yeah. hair grows good or you know what i mean yeah so um yes ages uh from the longest i've gone is six months but it was a problem so i got it cut but i always get it cut really severely just because it <laughs> it lengthens the amount of time that i have to go back and it's nothing against my hairdressers my hairdressers is actually great it's the best one i've ever been to by far they're absolutely lovely in there they're amazing um like it's just it's just not a nice process i just don't like it just don't like it never liked it it's really weird i think it's quite a common feeling towards hairdressing i think now joe since you're like me and we don't have hair do you cut your own hair no i get my wife to do it now uh, i didn't used to um when i worked in an office uh i like to give it money to the local community so i find a a barber local to my office to get it cut in um even though it's only like a, a one you know you just shave it all off but since i work from home again uh there's no barber near me and i can't bother to walk so i just get my wife to do it now uh and she does an okay job but like she, she uh it was a learning experience for her she, there was a lot of pain to start with but she does quite a good job now it's uh it's fine do you tip her no you should. You should, yeah. You should, 100%. She supports the show. You should. <laughs> <laughs> my hair. It's indirect. Indirect support, but it, it, every little counts. No, I started, so in 2009, I got laid off from uh, a morning show that I was part of. And I waited a whole year for my papers to go through. So at some point, I was literally broke. I didn't have a dollar to spend on water. I literally have nothing. So I used to get like expensive haircuts at the time. Like I would pay like $15, $20 to get a haircut. Because yes, I had hair. Uh, so one time I just decided, I'm like, let me see if I could cut it myself and save some money. And it was not bad. So ever since then, ever since 2000, well, now I literally don't have hair. I mean, just cut the sides. So, you know, it doesn't look that I super super bald but i just did it myself and then i like i was on the road one time uh for a marketing company and started cutting people's hair like oh just cut it and then that's why i always want to cut my 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 son's hair and save like 25 dollars. but no dude you should uh you should say uh if daddy cuts your hair i will get you a toy <sighs> well have you guys had got like have you guys gotten through this phase where like there's already enough toys that you guys are started throwing them away <laughs> yeah 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 the problem is is that you get other people's toys they're like oh you've got a kid hey i'll bring some stuff <laughs> on next time oh no you, you really don't need to oh no i totally will i hope you guys are. Oh, please don't but you can't say that because you you know you're british or you're a nice person and you just you know you want to accept them what so, do you mean yeah. you're british or you're a nice person yeah <laughs> Yeah, you can't be both. That's true. I've managed to escape that because we don't actually have any like close friends who already have kids. Like we're we're the vanguard of of the kids having people, so we'll be foistering all our stuff on everyone else, which will be fun. Joe, um, can I send you some stuff? No, I'll help you out. No, dude, dude <laughs> I'll totally help you out. Don't worry about it. I'll, 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 I'll slap you. Andy, I'll slap you. <laughs> Well, you gotta um, you gotta save the good stuff. Like for example, uh, now that my my son is um, born, I always tell my brother like, 
you know, save my nephew's nice jacket, right? Or like, I don't know if you, Andy, is your son the first one too out of yeah, like your family? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was, I was going to say like, for example, me, I get like, you know, Dodgers leftovers. So like, you know, like shirts and things like that. So I don't have to be spending on like, you know, sports stuff. So I was going to say, maybe you have somebody that has kids and has jerseys and they don't fit them anymore. And then you could have them. It's like, but nope. I tell you, there was a there was a weird thing that me and my wife did. Uh, so she's gotten all of her friends to like send her baby clothes that my son wears, and he started to grow out of them. Um, and we went through them over Christmas because we literally like half of our loft now is baby clothes that are already too small for my son, which is crazy. He's not even one yet. Um, and like we were going through them. And it was weird, like looking through stuff and going, he's never going to wear this again. Like, it was really bizarre. It was like, he's already too big for some stuff. It, it was weird. It gave like a strange, um, like, we're never going to have that part of his life again. It, it was weird. It was made me feel oddly, um, oddly nostalgic for a period that was like a few months ago. It's really bizarre. Yeah, like I told you, I, like I know the, what you mean. the worst thing, you know, baby shoes are the most waste of money you could ever do like <laughs> like you if somebody gives you baby shoes please give you a gift receipt because your son's daughter <laughs> will never have to use those baby shoes especially if it's under one what are you doing buying baby shoes yeah it's crazy it's absolutely crazy do you know if charity shops accept baby clothes because i've been to loads of charity shops and like i never see baby clothes ever ever that's an excellent point, actually. Um, it might be that they do, but they just don't sell them in the store itself. Like it's probably like a demographic thing. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really. Like my wife's never thought of going into a charity shop to pick up baby clothes, but she does use like Facebook and and like you know free cycling groups to pick mm. up some stuff if we can't be bothered to buy new new things. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I've, we've never tried it to be honest. Like we. we we're keeping like there, there is someone that we might be fostering some clothes off on soon but we kind of separate it into stuff that we want to keep for a hypothetical second child <laughs> and stuff that we don't <laughs> mind just like oh no she's already so, planting the seed joe no no i'm i'm already fighting a, a an uphill battle on this one like <laughs> dude you've already got one you might as well get two i mean it's like 25 no, no that's that's uh -uh. no that's that's how populations get out of control, Andy. That's not. That's and not then when you have two, you're like, hey, I'll just have a third. Again, 20% additional effort. At this point, I'm at 150% effort. And the amount of um, financial support I'm going to get once I retire is like tripled. That's great. No, what no. You, your kids don't <laughs> like you and then you're screwed. And then you <laughs> have to be the one paying all their shit. Hell no. Ah, oh, shit. That's true. That's true. Didn't factor into the fact that they're human beings and have independent thought. That's true. Didn't think about that. Especially nowadays, <laughs> that kids can't even do anything. Jeez. Don't start about the anti-millennial thing, man. Don't, don't go down that road. Well, that's another <laughs> thing. Are we millennials? Yeah, because we're born in... Well, we're like... No, we're, no, we're not millennials. I don't no, we think. are millennials because we, we are, are born right? in the 80s and we came to prominence during the turn of the millennium, so... Yeah, technically. Uh, Dictionary definition. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd say the millennials are like the people who are 10 years younger than us. Like, as much as it 
doesn't make sense. Like you're right in the sense that we we grew up in the early noughties, but we're not millennials because I don't know we're not rich enough to be millennials. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think my gen I suspect my generation doesn't count, or our generation doesn't count. I think、um, it should be a test. Like, can you change a tire? No. Okay. You are not a millennial. Or things like that. <laughs> no, it's like, do you do you like avocado? You're definitely a millennial, and I hate avocado, so I'm definitely not a millennial. I love avocado, but it does not make me a millennial. To, yeah, that has to not be a millennial thing, because well, I'm Latino, so avocados like our thing. Wait, what? <laughs> Why you don't like avocado? It's just not very nice. <laughs> to you or what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was mean to me about my hair. Like, I don't like. I don't like it anymore.、Um, so wait, do you, you never had guacamole? Like good one?、Uh, I don't know if I've ever had good guacamole. I've, I've had guacamole. It's all right.、Um, like I, I don't mind things. I don't like. I don't mind them in other things. But like, I'm not just going to eat an avocado. You know, that's just weird. You don't but, put it in, in your like chicken soup. Have you ever tried that? No, I, I don't really. Have you ever had like? Chicken salad with avocado. No, I'm I'm not Latino. What, what, <laughs> what about、uh, beans on toast with a bit of avocado? That that just sounds like a massive waste of time, Andy. And if I ever catch you eating that, I guess it's good, mate. I, I tell you what's really good. Well, remember、Please. that Andy has a butler that does it for him. So. <laughs> I definitely don't. <laughs> I might be becoming a butler.、Uh, I'm more <laughs> closer to that scale.、Um, I think. What else?、Uh, mixing、uh, guacamole in with coleslaw. That sounds weird. Yeah, that's weird. Delicious. Oh, really?、It's、delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. Because the mayo combines with the with the、um, with the guacamole, and it's if you make it super lumpy, it's really good. But you, obviously, when you're making guacamole, you don't put as much mayonnaise in because that's basically what coleslaw is. It's just like lettuce, shredded lettuce, and mayonnaise. So, yeah, oh, it's good. It's oh, and、good. by the way, if anybody's listening, we are how to be a dad without a dad, <laughs> and all <laughs> we talk about is about guacamole, how we do,、uh, you know, how we are great cooks. <laughs> Our ability to talk about the、uh, the really important parenting topics never ceases to amaze me.、Um, how do dude, we what, go what from like cutting hair to avocado? <laughs> There you go. Perfect, seamless transition, seamless. Although avocado is a really good source of,、um, I forgot what it was, but it's good for your kids. You could just like, you know, they like it if you introduce them to them little. Even though my son doesn't like it anymore, but that's because he's three. He all he wants to do is like eat sweets, which we don't give him. When me and、uh, a mate of mine, Louis. From Free Jam, hey Louis, listening to this, we went to a restaurant in LA near to the convention center, and we got a guy to make guacamole、uh, and serve it to us、uh, in a restaurant. It wasn't just on the street; that'd be weird.、Um, oh, that's the best. It, yeah, so good. It was so good. It's the best food. 100% agree with that. Best food in LA most of the time is street food. 100%. Well, 100%. One thing I was thinking about today, how. We were talking about something in、um, at my work, and we were talking about how, like, you know, I said something, you know, because they're they're white, and I was thinking about you two, and I don't <laughs> consider you guys white if it's a weird thing to say, and we we're not going to go through this whole, but you know, I consider you you guys are have all this 
things we have all these things in common that I don't see you guys as white people. I probably see you guys more as British people. I don't know if it's a weird thing to say or no, know, it's totally not a weird thing to you say. You know, or uh, like to assimilate that I don't see you guys like I would never consider you guys oh, you know, those two white guys. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good I, thing or a bad thing, but I consider I think, you guys more more me than white. I mean, Joe, I don't know if you agree with this, but I, I know that whenever I go to the States, people always talk to me about their heritage a lot more. Um, not necessarily their ethnicity, but their heritage, like, oh, I'm Irish Catholic or, you know, whatever. Um, whereas over here, I don't know, I think because we've got so much heritage and so much lineage, it kind of, it gets not necessarily forgotten, but it's just not as much of a character defining thing at least that's my my experience anyway um it might just be a personal thing uh but joe i don't know if you kind of agree with that i, I really didn't want to go down this rabbit hole but hey yo, <laughs> um <laughs> well what i'm trying to I mean, say but... is like i i consider you guys a very cool people that we that i share a lot of things with you guys and you guys yeah. have said that a couple instances what how you celebrate christmas and things like that that i relate to And over here, because of the society that we live into and blah, 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 it's always like, you know, white people and everybody else. So I always, we always go through that like, oh, because they're white. But with you guys, it's different. So I'm trying to, I don't know if it's a compliment, but I try, I, you know, I feel connected with you guys in different, <laughs> in different <laughs> scenarios that I don't consider you guys white. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely take it as a compliment. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a very nice thing to say. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jose. Very nice thing. <laughs> And yeah, if you guys are listening, this is how to be a dad without a dad. Where we talk about racist things, avocados, and how you could get a, tat uh, a haircut in the back of a tattoo parlor. But we also have many, many, many other different segments. And one of the yeah. biggest and most famous or popular, well, I don't know if it's popular, segment that we have is called Andy's Jokes. And what Andy's yep. jokes is, is basically Andy tells a joke, a joke. I don't want to say if it's funny or not. And then we try to laugh or make fun of him or, but it's a very popular uh, segment in our, in our podcast. And that's why I leave it all the way at the end. So everybody has to listen to us talk about <laughs> avocados and being, you know, other stuff about not parenting and stuff like that. Uh, yep. But without that, I want to say a uh, shout out to your friend uh, in Germany he, that he always said, you know, listens to our podcast and for some reason likes your, uh, your you know, your jokes. And if anybody <laughs> wants to be a part of Andy's jokes, you know, you could give us some money for him to say more jokes or give us some money for him to stop saying jokes. You could send us yep. an email at info at that without at that dot com info at that without at that dot com. And Before we start doing the jokes, here's a little intro we created for Andy. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are uh. you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are uh. you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. Well, I hope you guys are ready because here's Andy with Andy's jokes. Jose, you always do it. You always pull it out of the bag uh, in honor of um, that Queen film, the name I forget, winning the award of 
the award even name i forget that happened last <laughs> night there was a thing it won something congratulations to those guys anyway so i've got one joke and a backup joke so if the first joke doesn't go well backup joke will ride in and save the day <clears throat> all right my wife is really mad at the fact that i have no sense of direction Why? so i packed up my stuff and write See, that was, I like that one. I'll yeah, it's, it's pretty good, that joke. I quite like it. I quite like it. Wait, I All didn't right. even get it. So I, 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 don't, I was thinking about it. I forgot to even press the... <laughs> That's a sign of a good joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Okay, what's the backup? Okay, backup, backup, backup. <clears throat> All right, so this one's a little bit longer, but bear with me. Um, also, I'll do voices for this one. <clears throat> okay. I was just listening to the radio on my way into town. Apparently an actress just killed herself. Oh my, who? That's the mum. First one was the dad. Uh, dad, uh, I can't remember. I think her name was Reese something. Mum, with a spoon? Uh, no, it was with a knife. <laughs> also, if anyone thinks this is a factual podcast, Reese Witherspoon is totally alive, by the way. She's not. <laughs> everything's, like, everything's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. I don't good. think anyone can be in danger of thinking this is a factual podcast, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're good there. Good, this good. is a factual podcast. Well, <laughs> I came up with a joke. It's not about, it's not a dad joke. Or it could be if it sucks. Uh, so because where I work it's it's a well here's the the joke that I wrote or came up with cool. is it consider bragging or flexing if I burp in front of a homeless person <laughs> that's really fucking dark <laughs> <laughs> you're the one laughing not me ah <laughs> uh. So it is a joke, right? Okay, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah. where yeah. I work at, it's it's I work in Venice, which is very hipster, trendy, very super white. But in the back of it, it's like like you go to the front, it's like expensive everything, like people just walking mm -hmm. with their mochas, frappuccinos, or whatever the fuck it is. And in the back, it's like where all the homeless persons like sleep. So my first time that I, I came through my job through front, I was like, wow, you know, this is very trendy, fancy, everything. And then they, I got out at night and I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell is happening here? I mean, you know, you don't want to judge anybody, but it was such <laughs> from one street to another. I was like, what the hell is happening? And I was coming out one day and I burped and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do that in front of them. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you guys want to be part of Andy's jokes, you can send us an email at info at dadwithoutdad.com. Info at dadwithoutdad.com. And the way it works is that if you guys want to send us money for Andy to tell more jokes or for Andy to stop saying any more jokes, you guys could send us an email at info at dadwithoutdad.com. And since we're running out of time and I didn't, you know, ask anything about this but let's just see if he's ready joe how are you i'm good thank you yeah how was your holiday 
My holiday was fine, thanks. <laughs> do you have any notes for us this week? Yes, I do. Go ahead, yeah. my son. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. <laughs> so I was just listening to the music. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So I. So my, my notes aren't quite as pithy this this week, but uh, we were talking about the Christmas thing, retiring. Um, uh, parenting top tip, uh, if you have a smartphone, I would purchase Ticket to Ride because it's a really good uh, board game translated into a digital game and me and my wife played it in the dark whispering to each other because uh, my daughter was sleeping in a cot next to us and there was nothing else to do because we were in a hotel room. Um, what else I got? Uh, my daughter had a 24-hour stomach bug and she vomited for the first time. And oh yeah, no, this is this is this is a good one. Uh, I've come up with some really good slash shit parent games, um, which I think will greatly increase the fun factor of being, especially being a dad, because dads get all the rubbish jobs. Um, so this is the first game you need to play. It's called What Has Your Child Had for Dinner? Um, and the aim of the game is to try and identify which meal uh, the poopy nappy is from. So, obviously, when you're dealing with a sword nappy, you end up looking at it. It looks horrific, but you may be able to see clues as to what which meal uh, inspired this particular poo. Uh, maybe it'll be a bit of grape. Maybe, maybe it will be a piece of risotto. Uh, or maybe, yeah, yeah. Could be a whole kidney bean, you know. Uh, could be anything. You know, lots of lots of wonderful things end up not actually digesting pro- properly as they go through a baby's digestive tract. So um, have a look next time you're dealing with a poo nappy. Just have a look, see if you can guess the meal. And if you get it right, you get a gold sticker because you know you're not going to get any other reward for doing that rubbish job. So uh, yeah, that's that's my notes for this week. Joe, you should make an app. <laughs> an app make an app you should totally i i think there's mileage in this idea um i do think there's expertise i mean if you think about it being a mastermind or something um i mean it would be a pretty niche show but yeah well, it could an be around where they display a picture of a sword nappy and it's like what meal is this yeah it would be a bit oh. like catch catchphrase i reckon um so <laughs> yeah. you'd have like a saki host and they'd show up on a big screen and then yeah yeah I just realized oh. I, I've been playing your game for 20 years. I used to do that all the time. Be like, oh, okay, papaya, good. There you go. How <laughs> mm. does that mean you're really good at it? Uh, yeah. Like, 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 for example, like, this is for brand new parents and, you know, like you guys. If you, our son is bottle fed, most of his early ones are going to be color, like green-ish, you know. Not, of course, super green, but, you know, it's going to be, like, a little greenish type of poop and a little gooey. Am I right, Andy? Yeah. And if you or son is, you know, when he starts, it it all depends on how your kids are. But when they start eating, like, fruits and stuff like that, it will be, like, more of a yellowish, like, dark brown, you know. But yeah, you guys are listening to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. We go from avocado to poop to jokes. 
this is the stool edition of the show. Uh, every podcast in 2019 uh, will be a different shape. <laughs> now that's a joke, everybody. Can we record this episode again? I feel like we need to hit reset on this. <laughs> Absolutely not, Joe. Absolutely not. It's not how we roll. <laughs> oh, before we go, like, so that's true that Joe said that we get the rubbish jobs. I was just cleaning the Christmas tree. And I sent some pictures to Andy. So I had to take everything down, like the Christmas uh, balls and the the whatever you guys call this car. For what what is it called, Andy? Pencil. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then I, we bought a real Christmas tree. And then I tried to take it out, pull it out, and I forgot it had a base full of water. And then I dropped the water. I hear I dropped the tree. And it kind of broke a little bit. So it's like everywhere. Pine everywhere. And water everywhere. And then I had to take it out. And I was already mad. And I broke a couple like branches. And then I had Christmas tree little pieces everywhere. All the way to the trash can. So yeah. That was my day today. Right before we started doing this podcast. But I'm happy we did it. It was only what? 10 months 11 months until you got to do that again. It's not too bad. But then I had to like discover that, you know, my girlfriend never takes out the dirt out of the vacuum and the vacuum is full of hair because I don't know, for some reason she shreds hair everywhere. And then anyways, so yeah, we had to do the rubbish <laughs> jobs like Joe say. Onwards and upwards. 2019 is going to be great. <laughs> well, before we go, um, Andy, anything left you want to say? You want to say hi? You want to say hello thank you where people uh, can follow you yeah uh a shout out to my mate uh neil who is uh he's got he's a new parent so shout out to him he's doing good stuff excellent work with his wife so that's good um and yeah uh, shout out to you guys as well for for keeping me sane during 2018 and uh yeah really appreciate doing the podcast with you guys have loads of fun and uh really appreciate everyone listening to it if you could share it or send us a tweet at gaming goodness or at how to be a dad without a dad that's our what's our twitter radius now dad that, without right? a dad dad without a dad that'd be great uh, more feedback on the show the better and uh yeah that's about it do you have any news for people coming up in 2019 not at the moment. I might be able to share more news about what I'm doing next podcast. Nice. Joe, where could people find you? Do you because, of course, you don't want to give a shout-out to anybody. I was going to give a shout-out to someone, but I totally what? forgot who they were. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was like the other week. I was like, oh, I must remember to give a shout-out to this person, and now I've totally forgotten who it was meant to be. Um, I think it was a friend of mine or something. Oh, well. They know who they are. If they don't. <laughs> and if they do, send us an email at info at dadwithoutadad.com. Info at dadwithoutadad.com. Where good people find you? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on Twitter a lot, uh, especially for work-related things. My Twitter handle is at a game of Joe's. That's at a game of Joe's. Um, I'm quite happy to answer any kind of parenting questions you have as well. Like uh, happy to talk about that kind of stuff. I do share the the podcast on Twitter. Uh, more than I do anywhere else um, and yeah thank you for listening uh, apologies for us continually going off track <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I think 2019 is going to be the year that we put it together, guys. We're really going to actually talk yeah. about parenting issues one of these days. It's going to be good. Um, Joe, if I have problems with my son's poop, can I send you photos of the poop? <laughs> no, no, you can describe it to me or send me an audio descript- descriptive file. Uh, okay. That would be fine. I do not well, want what to What if see... I tweeted it to you? And obviously, I'd private message it. I'm not a monster. Well, you know, then, well, yeah, you can tweet it to me if you want. I, don't, I still don't want any pictures. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't need to see that. I see my own daughter's poo enough. I do not need to start seeing other children's poo. Uh, the only picture you could send Joe is when you put honey in your tea, by the way. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, he's not, not a monster, that. Jose. Okay. <laughs> and Joe, tell people what do you do, where people could uh, find your great articles and websites. Yeah, sure. So I'm editor for three gaming websites. One's called uh, wargamer.com, uh, strategygamer.com, and the final one is pockettactics.com, uh, which is uh, made about mobile games. Um, and I do actually plan to start thinking about child-friendly games and apps and, and stuff that parents can use with their children, because I think it's going to be quite important to me going forward, because I'm always thinking about um, things that I can start doing with my daughter. And eventually, I do want to get kind of like a very cheap tablet device so that I can start like getting some games for her and things like drawing and all that kind of stuff so uh eventually i'll i'll hopefully be doing some parent friendly articles on there but nothing for the for this month i don't think but that's actually a great idea hopefully you uh go forward and develop one and come up with a good one and i'm sure you will because you have not only the video games industry behind you but now you're at that and Mm. a new customer to the video games will be our kids yep yeah, and for me, uh, anything new, well, I'll probably share in next podcast because hopefully something new comes up and hopefully it's going to benefit this podcast. Uh, I also have a brand new website. Uh, it doesn't look like I just learned how to do a website anymore. It actually looks <laughs> pretty good. Uh, so you could go check it out at dadwithoutadad.com, dadwithoutadad.com, or simplejosedelarroca.com, josedelarroca.com. You could also follow me at dad without a dad at dad without a dad on twitter and instagram uh for andy andy thank you very much happy new year to you uh joe happy birthday happy new year happy birthday to your daughter uh thanks for stopping by and you guys have been listening to how to be a dad without a dad from my boys over there in england my name is jose jose de la roca i live in san Gabriel, california until next time thanks for listening